Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. everybody, welcome to the What Culture Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Taylor, joined by Rich Hudson. Hello. And Ash Millman. Oh, hello. Do you guys like the state of the Xbox right now? Yes. Ooh. Good. Yeah, I think, to be honest, they're, they're working their way into a good position right now. <laughs> uh, Are they, well, though? Well. Well. The well. thing is, I, uh, I gathered you all uh, today, both of you today, because um, the they've revealed all the specs for the Xbox One uh, S All Digital Edition, which has already been hashtagged as Xbox SAD. Good. Which it should have been SAD <laughs> or something, but we've just lost the E for the sake of, I don't know, another Xbone type thing. That's kind of the thing, though, is that it seems like, for me, they're kind of trying the whole digital idea again. Now, they tried this at the beginning of the generation when they were like, hey, you guys is going to buy like a license for something and not a physical disc and everyone kind of went F you that's not what we want whatsoever um, so I guess the initial sort of reaction is what do you even think of an all digital Xbox is it something that you're remotely interested in before we break this down even more oh I think personally I think it's a great idea for people who are lazy like me who like just <laughs> downloading from the store and being like if I want something now I can just get it now download it it's on my Xbox don't mm-hmm. need to go out and do this that or the other I, I don't think physical should die off or anything I prefer physical when I can go out and get them um, but I think having the option of all digital and being able to utilize a system that might be a bit cheaper to be able to do well, that as well is well it- that's that's one of the major crores here is that it actually it only costs $50 less than the original and that's the RRP Ooh. but even on Microsoft's website their, their price parity is not very good mm. um, like yeah it's Assumedly, you would think this thing would be retailing for a demonstrable amount less than the, the one with the disc. Um, it's not. It's $50 less at the minute, but there are RPs. If you just shop around a little bit, like whether that's in the UK, like Argos or Walmart in America or whatever, you can get an original Xbox One S for less than the now new yep. digital uh, one. And it's like, what are we really paying for? If you look at the uh, if you look at the marketing for this get, for this uh, new system, the trailer, literally, it's like they have like a mock-up of everyone yeah. discussing how they're going to do it. Oh, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Literally, what they do is they get a bit of white tape and they put it over the disc tray. Mm. on the One S and it's like that <laughs> that is literally all it is yeah. like that is that is literally it because and well, yeah, yeah an expected price tag of like $150 for example like it well, makes two, $250 at the two, minute $250 yeah. at the minute but $150 would sound a lot more reasonable I think the backlash yeah. wouldn't have mm-hmm. been there if that was what they priced it at but it is just an, literally it's just an Xbox One S as is without the disk drive mechanism mm-hmm. which in production terms that would be 
a few dollars, not even that well, in terms of actual production costs. Yeah. So in reality, all they're doing is like lobbing a bit off and then just, you know, they're literally Lob. like selling it for the, for the same Well, if you, I don't know if you guys have seen uh, this morning, someone like obtained one or whatever and opened it up and it, it is literally the disc drive. Sorry, that's made me laugh. Obtained yeah. is a good word, I'll have you know. But uh, literally like opened it up and, and realized that it is literally the disc drive has just been like taken out. All the internals that would connect it are still it, it there and everything. It is exactly the same. Yeah, the, the front face is obviously different. The disc drive, you know, isn't there from the front. But then on the inside, literally, they were like their whole um, uh, trailer they put out was kind of this parody being like, oh, what are we going to do? Lol, we'll just remove the disc drive. Literally, that's what <laughs> that's they've all done. That's what they've done. At least so, they know it. At least they know it, but then is, don't charge for it. In a digital ecosystem, like uh, as somebody who plays on PC primarily, all of my stuff is digital. Mm. I don't even remember the last time I bought a physical PC game. It was probably Tycoon 3 back in 2004. Right. <laughs> um, otherwise, it's been purely digital. So mm. going full digital, I've been used to that for years. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know that's fine and it works on the console space there's a lot of games I own Mm -hmm. on PS4 that are digital Mm -hmm. but selling an all digital console makes sense as long as you do take that that cut of the price but obviously they've not done enough of that hence why it's been received weirdly and the fact they've literally said on the nose it's just this without a disk drive it's like well then what's the point (laughs) what is the point if it was if it were a a, 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 there's an example a game pass box like a playstation tv but a bit more fancy a bit more powerful like for that would make sense yeah but literally just the 1s without a disk drive it's like when um nintendo released the wii mini that doesn't have any wi-fi i know that back then (laughs) that was like wi-fi connectivity wasn't a a big major thing well, back yeah. then but like that was just like here's this but just with this lopped off for no reason mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's like that's just what they've done again and there's no surprise that nobody likes mm-hmm. it I think go on let me, um, let me jump in here um, I think for this console I think it's a great idea but I think it's come at exactly the wrong time because yes. like mm-hmm. it's, so late in the cycle yeah it's like it's come absolutely at the end of the Xbox One cycle and just before we're going to get probably a new system either next year the year after mm. in the coming few years we're going to get a, a new generation of console which will make it obsolete kind of like, mm. Even if they like sort out their things so that you can make it all digital and continue to download, they're still going to release a new version of this all digital like Xbox Two. Mm-hmm. Sad. What, it feels like, like well, yeah, that's the thing is that it's already being referred to as the Xbox Sad. But like that's the thing is that they, a major thing they sort of stumbled back into this generation was the value of backwards compatibility and the idea mm-hmm. that like you know you can go to a marketplace or wherever if we ever do leave the house and pick something else up from an older generation, put it in and it works. And that gets away from all that because they still do have backwards compat, but only if you have Game Pass or only if you want to buy an old digital version. So they do have that sort of like monetary side of it as well. But I just think that, I don't know, it's like they don't know how to hook people in. Because like on the contrasting side, all the details for the PS5 came out this week and that does have a disk drive and it's going to be backwards compatible with PS4 at least. That's all they've said. But at least it has a disk drive and that opens up to the potential rumors that um, you can play PS1, PS2, PS3 games on it. Um, That all makes sense. That seems like it's coming together and that's the direction that Sony are going in. Um, Whereas Microsoft, I think the the reason this appears so kind of threadbare or like just kind of eh, whatever is because they want to test the waters um, yeah. and just see if, if the consumer responds to the it. The thing is, like, it does make complete sense. When mm-hmm. you look at the market, you look at how much digital has taken over physical, it makes a ton of yeah. sense. But, you know, just lopping that bit off and then selling it for the same price, it's like, it just it, that that's the bit that doesn't or, make or sense. Barely, like, or barely much enough, of a difference. Because, yeah. I mean, as I said, like, production costs, it will cost you nothing to put a disk drive. The actual physical thing that goes mm. in would cost Microsoft pennies, probably, <laughs> yeah. to actually stage, produce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, having that bit gone, it just, like, it, it doesn't doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Out of curiosity, how big is the actual storage system as well? One terabyte. So is that that is rubbish? <laughs> it's the same as what the disc Xbox 
Xbox One S has. It's rubbish. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, like, is that the same? So literally, disc Xbox One. That, that's the thing. You're you're missing yeah. out because you could just stump up like maybe even the same price and get the disc one. And yeah. It's the same. What I would have said is the only way they could really combat that, even if it did still have a fifty dollar price drop, which you know isn't exactly nothing, mm. but you know if they'd have said, okay, it's only fifty dollars down, but that's because we put a better hard drive in it. We put a four terabyte yeah. hard drive in. Mm. That would make so much more sense. But it, yeah. is it only one? There's only one terabyte. One terabyte. There's no, from what I've read, no anyway. Vari- no variation of well, that. I, no, they have said there's multiple SKUs coming. The one that's um, out at the minute is the, oh, sorry, that they're being talked about at the minute is the one terabyte That SKU, makes no but... sense. It should start at two yeah. and then go up from there. They should have a two, a four, and then maybe like uh, a one X. Mm-hmm. AD Xad <laughs> uh, Xad that has an 8 terabyte hard drive because yeah. you can get ridiculously big hard drives now and just knowing from from purchasing hard drives myself mm. I know that they're not that expensive mm. I mean, they are but they're Still. not as bad as you think they would be mm. mm-hmm. but that's kind of my thing with like I don't know I just don't think they seem to know what their hook is like when they yeah. started dancing around backwards compatibility I was like actually I'm kind of nostalgic for old Xbox games like give me Brute Force give me like the first Halo like whatever um, the Kung Fu Chaos there's some stuff that they can put on there and I'm like if you make that front and center of the market especially for this new thing where it's like it's drastically reduced and it's ostensibly like it's like the PlayStation TV it's a little mini Xbox and it plays everything and so they lean on the on the game pass and it's like if you you know you only cough up like a hundred dollars or a hundred pounds and you have access to all the Xbox legacy mm. then obviously that's like maybe that's too little considering how much they need to make back or whatever um, but I just think that's their hook they go hey Xbox means something and we believe in the past consoles and that's their push mm. whereas this doesn't really seem to have that because you're kind of going against it with like the, the lack of a disc tray and stuff yeah. I just don't where they go I think the interesting thing is we've known about this for so long yeah. and only now have people gone oh okay this is actually a really dumb idea <laughs> when because all of the the lead up to this obviously as I said it made sense mm-hmm. it's a completely like justified production mm-hmm. of making this thing but we all thought they were going to do so much more with it but obviously they haven't but it's like it's it's weird sorry with the, the weird like the removal of the district kind of hammers home this idea of like really permanently moving on mm-hmm. and it's like like Apple did that when they started doing the range of MacBooks without the district and now ah! that's like now that's like standard for ah! like if you ever buy a CD whenever I mean I, I've got I've got an external CD driver off Amazon for a little right. quid and it's great yes, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I just remember being so angry when they removed disk drives on laptops and now they're getting rid of headphone like oh, jacks headphone, that headphone headphone jacks is worse. we're in yeah. the future we're in the future and I hate it head like, jacks didn't need to go <laughs> away at all <laughs> but it's like yeah that's the thing they're sort of like trying to move forward in this idea that, oh this seamless digital way of interfacing with everything mm. um, and I think it's that weird push and pull with what the consumer wants because we'll kick up a fuss about a lack of disk drives but then you just said before that you buy yeah. most of your stuff at home digitally. That's true. Yeah, I like the ease and convenience, but I do like being able to have uh, the choice as yeah. well. It's the truth. I, th- like, I think my initial point was the ease and convenience is good. And then if you get something else with it, like the, the size of it is... Mm. And the so, ugh, sorry, move. <laughs> I know what you mean. It's one of those days. It's it's the day before we go away for four oh, days. Please, but yes, please cut that. No. Um, so the size of it being so small, when you could replace the disk drive with such a bigger piece to be able to install everything on, should be where you're transforming your price from. You can. I wouldn't mind paying the same price to get something different with an all digital console. But yeah, at this point, if it's the same price, it's still a terabyte. It's everything I've already got, but I also have the choice with this one. You've mm-hmm. got to, if you're taking away choice, you've got to give something else. Yeah, it. that was always the thing. And it, it, that goes back to the, the disc tray thing or the headphone conversation or whatever, is that you're removing like established features that mm. people just take for granted. Like we sort of take disc trays for granted, which is why we're so throw away with them. But like once you take them away, it's like, whoa, that's 
that's something that we we might want to use. Mm. We probably won't, but you never know. Yeah. And that what if is really valuable. Just thinking back to the drives thing, just go just on a on a technical thing. You said obviously the, the disk drive's been removed, otherwise the internals are completely the same, but yep. there is that more space there. Um I don't know whether you guys know much about the internal drives used in Not a thing. consoles. They are two and a half inch hard drives, which okay. are basically the same ones you get in laptops. Mm-hmm. They're, they're a bit smaller than your standard like PC hard drive. Mm-hmm. But with that space removed, they could easily fit a three and a half inch drive in there, which not only uh, are cheaper, mm. you can get them in bigger capacities as well. Because obviously that's the mm. thing. They bring the price down, but obviously putting a bigger drive in it will cost them more. But if buying a buying an eight terabyte, three and a half inch drive will mm. set you back. I mean, I can't, I should have researched this before out of the top of my head, but it's not as much it's as, not as, insane think. as it could be. So yeah. if they'd have rejigged it and said, okay, here's a bigger hard drive, here's a three and a half inch hard drive, it's faster, mm. it's more reliable, all that sort of thing, that would have worked. Yeah. yeah, especially with like the reduced price point. I mean, so, like Sony tends to operate on a loss initially for the start of their generations. Yeah. Um, they did last gen with the, all the Blu-ray diodes and all that type mm. stuff. Mm. And I think if they did that, if they went, hey, there's this like astronomical size, because the whole thing with this digital downloading and storage capacity thing is that we always encounter the problem where like we put like four games on and like like Red Dead was like 98 gig or whatever and yeah. it's like Days Gone uh, is meant to be like 47 and that's PlayStation exclusive but whatever most of those games fill up your hard drive so quick and so like if they can give you like a storage capacity initially where you don't even have to think about it mm. then that would be the way to you know be remotely I, th- I think with the next gen the because obviously the baseline edition PS4 you get is the 500 gig one which mm-hmm. is what I've got and it's full yeah like same. I don't have that much on it but it's full mm-hmm. yeah um, but I think going into next I have a pro gen and it's full they so, need yeah. to they need to start and at least one, maybe even two terabytes mm-hmm. just off the bat. Because, you know, as I said, production-wise, it's not going to cost them that much. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a launch day console, so mm-hmm. we're going to be paying whatever for it. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter what it will cost. People will buy it. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have that slight more premium to get that bigger space. You know, the idea of the entry-level stuff makes complete sense, especially for me who just wanted it to play the exclusives. But going into the new generation, they need to actually take this into consideration. It's like thinking back to the Xbox 360 Elite, yes. which I've got with a whopping 120 gigabytes on the Remember top. Remember when that was like that blew was your like, hair off? Yeah, blew your mind. <laughs> and now it, ah, it's it's weird. It's it's like kind of like with Apple with their phones. Like, hey, you have a 16 gig phone. It's like, what are you supposed to do with 16 gigabytes? <laughs> they need All to be jumping into this. Skins. They need to be pushing it up. I mean, looking at the PS5 and supposedly the next Xbox, they're mm. really pushing forward hardware wise. Yeah, and they need to do that with storage as well. Well, or that else seems they're just they're, else they're just they're just kidding themselves. Yeah, there's um the other Xbox that we haven't seen uh, details yet. Uh, I think it's called Anaconda. Is Anaconda and Lockhart, oh, I love wasn't it. it. Yeah. I love Anaconda, oh, isn't God. it? <laughs> so that, that's going to be their, their big deluxe thing that's going to compete with whatever the next, the PS5 the, is going to be. The new 1X, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So like, that's the thing. But I guess the, one of the wider questions is like that idea of going forward, like how much how much stock do we put in the new exclusives and the new forward momentum versus a company doubling down on what they've already established and selling you the full catalog of everything that they've done because how much do you care about netflix's originals versus what's on netflix or something Ooh. like that i think i think with netflix that's a different question because True. they've got to the point where they they started by offering everything else and mm. now you go to them for their original for friends stuff. really <laughs> yeah. just gonna watch friends again i yeah. think i think a, a really important part of having an all digital xbox comes from streaming is the thing mm. they've got to be able to be, be at a point where you can have not much storage but be able to stream something in and be like okay well this isn't going to cost, cost me much space mm. it isn't going to cost me that cost it's not going to cost, cost me, you anything. It's not going to cost me anything. Uh, not going to cost me that much storage. Not going to cost me that much uh, money. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can just have this streamed, streamlined version as well mm-hmm. uh, coming into the Xbox. But that doesn't seem to be there yet. You're still downloading everything, so yeah, it's, it's avoiding mean, itself. The streaming thing's weird because I think, like, we I think we talked about it on one of the news videos or something. But it's yeah. like even Google can't seem to get it down when they need I think to demonstrate are it. Not convinced by streaming. No, I don't think they ever will be. That's which also wraps back around to just how much is the market dictating this stuff, or how much does the market want it? Like. 
like, you know, the assumption is that the market wants entirely digital because digital sales are so stratospheric. Therefore, the next potential end game is streaming. But like that seems to get too far away from where gaming began with discs and the potential for backwards compatibility. And then that gets away from them offering a legacy because you can't just go pick up an old classic. Or the anything. thing is, the thing with the Xbox One S A D E, the sad, 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 yes, um, is supposedly going into the next gen like with PlayStation they said hey um, the PlayStation 5 will literally replace your PS4 mm-hmm. because I've never sold a console mm-hmm. I've always kept really? my old ones yeah big stack a big old stack I've not, ha- not had that I've not <laughs> had that many so, uh, I don't, so I don't have loads but like I've still got them I've still got my my 360 mm-hmm. I've still got my Mega Drive I've still got the PS2 mm-hmm. but it's like if it will actually replace the PS4 entirely, that's that's fine. I'll trade it in. There's mm-hmm. no point in me keeping it. If it can play everything I've got digitally, physically, it'll play it, no problem. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. Before we go any further, I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, Masterclass. With the amount of time we spend discussing and analyzing video games on this channel, it's always good to understand exactly how these experiences are put together. And fortunately for me, I can do just that with Masterclass. With Masterclass's streaming service, you can learn from the best to become your best, studying and growing with over 200 plus of the world's leading instructors. For me, I've been having a blast using a class on video game design by The Sims creator Will Wright to find out exactly how game mechanics are designed around player psychology as well as learning how important playtesting is to shipping the titles that you and I both love. But it hasn't stopped there, as I've also been brushing up on my practical filmmaking skills directly from my favourite movie director Martin Scorsese, as well as trying to get back in the cooking game with Roy Choi's amazing course on intuitive cooking. Seriously, my kitchen is a mess, but my belly has never been more grateful. For just $10 a month, an annual membership with Masterclass gets you unlimited access to courses on your phone, computer, smart TV, or even via audio-only modes. Even better, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and 88% of members feel that the service has made a positive impact on their lives. And to put the cherry on top of that cake, right now, What Culture Gaming listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com forward slash gaming. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash gaming. What's that? You want it one more time? Well, that's the URL masterclass.com forward slash gaming. Right, now I'm going to watch Tony Hawk try to teach me how to ollie properly. I'll see you all soon. (laughs) 
if the Xbox goes the same route, what on earth is the point of the digital yeah. at all? Yeah. Genuinely, if mm. it's going to be, if you can, if it can literally, because the one thing that consoles have never been able to do is replace themselves. Maybe the PS2 versus the PS1 and kind of the 360 with the one. Yes. Because they, <laughs> well, they've never been able to do, but these two examples. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, these it. two examples. But then when you look at more, more so between Gen 7 and 8 mm-hmm. and then 8 and 9, like, oh, sorry, eight, seven and eight. The, the newest Yeah, sorry, ones. seven and eight. The newest um, They didn't really replace them entirely, whereas the PS5 will. So, <laughs> if... This, sorry, our equipment just fell yeah, apart there, yeah. but it's fine. If the Xbox One, Xbox Two, whatever it's going to be, will literally replace the Xbox One entirely, like it literally means you don't need to buy this again. Yes, mm-hmm. you could get it again as a as a system that's going to be cheaper or cost you less, mm-hmm. but if it's going to be something that will replace it entirely, like how the PS5 will replace the PS4 entirely, like there's literally no point in having one unless mm-hmm. you just can't afford a 5, mm-hmm. then what is the point in that system in the first place? True. Well, I mean, that's that's maybe a potential like long-term thing because ultimately you'll just own the, you'll just own the license for each one of these games and if they'll the be account, accessible exactly, wherever. Exactly, if the account carries over and everything you can do moves on to the new mm-hmm. system then doing a new version like on upon release or really close to release of the successor then mm-hmm. what's the point it's yeah. like you know we knew from the off that the one was not going to support 360 even though obviously eventually it did mm-hmm. hence why they did the xbox one 360 not the s 360 yeah there was like another C, one yeah the one they did the one that looks like the xbox one yes. like that just sort of made sense but if they did that again mm-hmm. here then yeah it's just it's but pointless. that's it's silly like what you said it's like th- this generation was the first time they really made a point of saying like no they're all stood no one but sony literally said no one wants to play old games and like obviously yeah. now they're looking at the patents that yeah. they do everything um because that's the truth people do respect the old legacies it's just a potential way of delivering them to it yeah. uh, or delivering to them to people whatever that sentence is you know what i mean but um that's the thing i think that they're testing the waters with all that stuff and i just think that it's it is a potential window into how things could be but I don't know if the average gamer even wants an all-digital future. But is this for the average gamer or is this for a new generation the of gamers? Filthy casuals. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, I mean, like, hey, don't talk about my kind like that. But uh, <laughs> I, I think maybe it's a, a stepping stone for people who aren't interested in game systems and aren't interested in gaming as a whole. For the, It's like a stepping stone, mm. isn't it? Because they can go, well, there's no real commitment with this. I can just do it all on this box. Uh, I haven't had anything before. Maybe I can try it out with this and mm-hmm. just see where it goes. But... I still, I, I don't know. I think he's still got to offer something new to them for that. Yeah, I think it's like a mix of the two. I guess that kind of brings um, the PlayStation back into it because you kind of have like two avenues going into the next generation. Um, like across this gen, it's like there's a lot of like feature parity between the Xbox One and the PS4. Like especially in terms of like the like, the vast majority of the top tier titles are on both. Like it was only recently that Sony went, by the way, we have exclusives again. Yeah. That took ages. Um, but I think going into the next gen, like you have Xbox like testing the waters with the digital side and PS uh, PS5 going down the physical side. Mm. Where do you guys come down on like? Are you just kind of rooted? into no I, I just want a disk drive for the potential of using it or do you think the digital thing just has so many pros eventually that it'll work out uh, for me mm. I want to jump in uh, for me I <laughs> think the um, the digital side is the future and the, what we're going to end up with and I'm quite happy for us to get there but whilst I can still get discount secondhand games mm-hmm. I'm going to take advantage yes. of it is the thing I think that the secondhand games market is such a huge thing like I love CEX I love going in being able to trade my games in getting them back other trading stores are available um, but <laughs> hardly any these days though yeah, really yeah. Well, I, mean, I, I just think secondhand games is a, is a really nifty thing um, and if, we, if there's something they can do with that with digital it'd be mm. a great way of recapturing that sort of trading and passing on games and that sort of thing 
something like keys or something or demos like would be the, a great the thing with the it. trade-ins is that i mentioned this on like the facts and predictions for the future of the industry like that's one thing that the industry doesn't like because they can't they can't um dictate the price points yeah whereas if everything is through a digital storefront you are stuck to whatever they offer and yeah. if you've ever looked across the playstation store or anything you'll notice 79.99 89.99 for yeah. the different deluxe editions and like, that's the thing that they would love to have but obviously that's very anti-consumer mm. so it's it is a push and pill on that regard as well on the flip side of that is the idea that yeah they would love to get rid of physical copies of yes. things be able to dictate as you say that i think what, what the wording you used i edited the video it was like they want a monopoly on game yeah prices, monopolize basically. the price points yeah. that's exactly yeah but like they want to keep game stores physically because they're their biggest source of like the actual purchase of console true mm. so you know that's why you find when you go into game nowadays it's got all the other crap in there as well some as, pop vinyls yeah there's some pop vinyls <laughs> I mean, admittedly i got a pretty dope space invaders oh ah. you're part of the problem i've got a pretty good spider-man one to be honest but yeah sorry. well exactly yeah, I got like, yeah they, they want to keep stores in there and it seems weird that microsoft have gone okay we're going to do a version that doesn't require a game store bar mm. purchasing the console well that's itself. their thing like so we I are think, the game store i think that the digital storefront will become very very prominent as time goes on mm. i feel like especially with gen 9 we're going to get a good, I don't know what the split is percentage wise, but I think we're going to get a good 80, 85% like digital to physical split. I'd assume so. In the, looking new, at the, in the, it, in the yeah. next generation. And I think only when game stores really begin to die out, I think places like CEX will continue, but something like game could mm. be in a, in a bit of a pickle unless they become a new CEX. They do their own mm. thing with that. But like only until game stores die, <laughs> then would digital come into play. Yeah, and I think like that's another thing as well is that yeah, if the physical stores go away, then you lose the, the idea of the secondhand stuff. But um, Sony very recently said that you can refund digital stuff if you refund it before you've played it, which is kind of pointless. It's just yeah, it only they, fixes they, they're if you're trying to adopt the same yeah. policy that Steam have because yeah. the Steam refund policy has been really really good. Yeah, that's actually. really effective. It's yeah. been very very good, mm -hmm. and I get that it's not the same as getting a game cheaper on a trade, and and yes, it may make it more expensive for us, but maybe they will dictate that by having more sales in the same way steam does mm -hmm. like, you know the steam sales are ridiculous but i think if you're if you're trying to appeal to a marketplace that or a demographic that grew up with gaming it's only mm. going to be the youngest players that won't even know of the glory of secondhand trading as yeah. like a Man. regular thing blockbuster rentals should yeah. be a thing if they do that with streaming they could literally they could have you have it for a certain amount of time maybe you pay mm -hmm. like a more of a premium than you would about two quid from blockbuster but if you ha pay like 10 pounds to have it for 28 28, 20, 48 or 24 hours or yes. something and see how far you can get with it. And then you could class that as a new demo. I, yeah. I'd, be, yeah. I'd be down for that because I mean, yeah. I, I weirdly like, I've found myself renting films off Amazon a mm -hmm. lot, which yeah, is yeah. I'd never really think about it. I'd always think about going and buying it on DVD and mm -hmm. it's like, well, what's the point? I'm as well rent it. <laughs> yeah. But I like that idea. If they said, hey, here's a flat cap of 249 for, you know, once you've downloaded the game and installed it, that you've got two hours of game time. Mm -hmm. We'll just keep tracking it. Um, whether you're on or off, you can do an hour now and an hour later, mm. whatever. But you've got this time have a go. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I think that would be a fantastic idea. I mean, like at the minute, obviously, like the industry's bigger than ever at the minute. And the reason they got away from demos was, like, I have to assume, literally just so they can do like, blind faith purchases based on like launch day sales, hence why the reviews got taken away. You know, people give, you don't get to review a game until it's the launch day. So mm. it's like, you know, how do you get a consumer base to be less educated on what they're buying? You remove the demos. So it, it would be something like, it would be a big consumer move to let you actually play the full game beforehand. But I think like demos have really helped when you look mm -hmm. at something like Resi 2 this year. I only got that because I played the demo. Yeah. Right? 
yeah, and I yeah. loved it. Oh, I, think I think that's they're... a lot of people can say the same. I think they're that. essential. Like, I mean, and on the Xbox front as well, to bring it back to them, like they used to mandate demos on the Xbox Live Marketplace. Uh, sorry, the Xbox Live Arcade. Um, so even like, cause I've, I've, I've always, I buy everything. Even when yeah. something was on PS3 and then Xbox, I would just like realize it was on both, go on the Xbox and just play the demo knowing it was going to be there. Yeah. So it's like, that would be something that, again, they should make part of their overall brand identity mm. and just be like, we're definitely going to offer this all the time. So the, the so. other thing about streaming, like just to go on a little segue, mm-hmm. I've been thinking about it, is what happens to box art and like concept and everything like that. Where it's does a that tile go? on your screen. Where does that go? Because having like an actual like disc in your hand with the booklet and the little random things it comes the with. The booklet. <laughs> the booklet. has <laughs> been gone for years. The booklet's been gone for like centuries. I now. know, but it's like, really put, it's sad I, though. I got Sekiro and I opened it and you get this little little creepy bit of paper. You get nothing. Like, yeah. Here's your controls and here's a bit of legal yeah. and that's it. Like. And then I open a Mega Drive box and it looks like an encyclopedia falls out. <laughs> yeah. No, so sometimes you get like little art pieces or whatever in them and it's it's just really nifty to have. And mm-hmm. st- like mm. there's maps I've got with games that I stick on my walls and everything. Totally. Like, how do you get that with a, a streaming service? What is the, the payoff you for that? It's you, you get avatars. Get, you, you get avatars and you get themes. Do you want a skin? Yeah. yeah. Oh. And you pay for your premium skin. I think that's the thing though. All those things come from bygones. They come mm. from us growing up with it and going like, we, we like these things because we grew up with them. Um, how much stock do they really put in it if you're really crunching the figures on it? Um, I mean, they got rid of like instruction manuals just because it was to just save some money like what do you really yeah. need you're gonna if games have tutorials you don't need the instruction booklets mm. but i would say that you could do like a concept book or you know something something that's consumer driven like to value the gamer more i think it's just they're kind of going back and forward on different ways to value the consumer yeah. and and value the games themselves so another wider question with um you know these delivery methods is the way that we even take games in because for me if you look at like games um what do you call it, the game pass or whatever when it's like here's a monthly offering of like five new things they're all quite you can kind of rotate through them like I'll try half an hour of this and half an hour of the next thing as opposed to treasuring like a full priced game that you bought you have a physical copy I'm going to play this mm-hmm. I think that kind of changes the way that you interface with all their exclusives and everything else too yeah. so I don't know I think it's a, a confusing way to go forward but I mean even uh, Nintendo are going down this split route as well like uh, if the patent that they've leaked is true there's an all encompassing solid switch coming that yeah. doesn't have detachable joy cons solid switch, solid switch. and the other one is uh, some high end thing as well so it's like gaming is moving towards like a more technology focused thing with various different SKUs and stuff which changes everything about the way that we grew up with it mm. I don't know if that's a good thing or not I don't know after this whole like conversation and breaking it down and everything I think what I want is to pay absolutely through the nose massively <laughs> for a machine that does everything and that I can get everything from I don't care about like a big price point as long right. as I can do but everything but it can do it yeah like yeah. a giant high five. if it has if it has the disc in, and it all isn't it doesn't come out in four different installments of the X the Anaconda yep. or this or that they just go right this is this generation's console bosh Slap yeah. it on the table, and that's yeah. what you get for Plus, a few years. That was the reason the console gaming took off because you didn't have to worry about sliders and graphic settings and whatever. But I know that yeah. there's great reward in that, but yeah. like you know, we just want to put the disc in and play, and yeah. that's what this generation got so far away from. Mm. So it's like potentially bringing it back around to that and just giving you this console has a disc tray, but you can buy everything digitally. Game yeah. Pass is available and whatever. Yeah, I think yeah. I think also future proofing wise, when you look at the hardware, because obviously PS5 specs have been released. I want to say that, but I say leaked. They haven't been leaked. They've, <laughs> not They've been, been leaked spoken yet. about. <laughs> like they, they are they the are opposite of a leak. They are really really going for it yeah. this time and that is going to be so good for the console community like I was chatting to uh, to one of our editors here and he was looking at the um, the PS5 news and was looking at like what the specs were and he went God, how behind are you? <laughs> how behind are you? Solid he, state drives me. He, he's, been, he's been a PC gamer like his whole yeah. life. And he's like, how, how, 
what? He knows the ray and, and like, the tracing. We he does know the ray tracing, yeah. <laughs> it's like the fact that they're going to buy into this straight away is going to be so good for the consumer. Yeah. Because, you know, when when somebody built, I saw this video ages ago, somebody built uh, a PC that had exactly the same spec or at least as close as humanly possible to the original Xbox One. Okay. And there was obviously this huge price difference. So I was like, okay, look at everything running better on this PC by like one other thing because it's been better optimized mm-hmm. for consoles rather than PC, which we see a lot anyway. Mm-hmm. But the fact that, that Sony, as an example, are going to really go out of their way to make this make this whole experience better not in terms of visual only in terms of visuals but in terms of like the load times in terms of how you're going to actually interact with your games mm-hmm. basically it's going to feel like we're going back to how it was before like yeah. look at generation 8 as like a big anomaly a big testing ground mm-hmm. and we can all put it behind us and that's probably why Sony are saying hey this is going to replace your PS4. You don't need it anymore. Yeah, it seems like, to be. Forget about that generation. Yeah. Bar the exclusives. Bar how good we were. Mm-hmm. But like, here's something new. Let's go from here. Yeah, mm. I mean, it's just the, this generation has been really awkward. Like, mm. really weird. Like, these weird little like sort of test beds. If you go back to Don Matrix and that initial Xbox. Oh God, show you know what? When I'm editing videos that. and having to put Don Matrix's face on yeah. it, so I just get angry. <laughs> it's like him. There's like PlayStation trying to do streaming initially, and that's sort of not working. And then going back on their promise, the idea of the Connect being a thing and getting rid of that, and obviously Nintendo oh. blowing up the foundations. I forgot about the Connect. So did Microsoft. Sits so. on top, watching me turn itself <laughs> on every now and then. Do you still have yours plugged in? Well, it's like near the Xbox. Is that my, is that my parents' house? I don't know. I, I was going to say, do you use it? I need to go like, and make sure it's unplugged now. It's it's cut, it's cut the wire entirely. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's been it's been a hell of a generation. That's a really good idea that actually it could just be all one giant learning process to get back to the core of why we game in the first place, which is respecting a consumer and giving us options for a variety of different ways to, put, like, to play we, everything. When you look back through the old generations, you see how it evolved, you see how it changed, you see the, the steps they took to make things better and mm. everything made a lot of sense. I think this time they thought, okay, Let's just do this. Like, yeah. here's, here's an assumption of how things are going. Hence why the, the X is, uh, sorry, the X, the one's original reveal was a complete and utter cluster cluck. Tire fire. Yeah, a tire fire. Yes. It was a failure. It was. Um, and uh, do you know what? Actually, I'm worried that Microsoft are going to do the same thing again. Well, that's with this generation. Kind of the core of not, this thing. Not because um, it's like, oh, it's, it's Microsoft. They're rubbish. As I said at the beginning <laughs> of the podcast, I think they're genuinely, they're, they're pushing themselves to do something different with what they do. They're doing the legacy system. They're doing the Game Pass. Mm. They're doing the whole, hey, here's some stuff on Switch. I think Cuphead releases tomorrow on the Switch. Yeah. And I am not going to finish it. That's going to be my weekend. <laughs> Sorry, God of War. I'm playing Cuphead again. Stop avoiding <laughs> God of War. Finish it. Oh. But with the all digital and they're going, hey, this is what you guys want, isn't it? and everyone goes no <laughs> I feel like they might maybe potentially I, do that again I if honestly think if they, if they turn around and said hey here's the Anaconda here's the Lockhart there's no disc driver either hey, Anaconda just, just look at you when I say Anaconda <laughs> this is what they they know what they're doing they know that they're messing around here they call him Anaconda and Lockhart they, they, yeah. they, they take it, they're taking inspiration from like Rare making everything sound very dirty maybe um, a little bit but I guess, um, yeah it's, it's, it is that thing where I guess they're testing the waters but they haven't tested them very well the way yeah. to sort of see if anyone would respond to this is to lower the hell out of the price point and up the storage that would have been their initial opening salvo and they've missed I think it that would have just saved it yeah, yeah. to be honest It'd I think it would have made reasonable. a lot of sense but instead yeah. it's just sad Hey. But yes, for now, this has been the World Culture Gaming Podcast. Thank you all very much for joining us. I've been your host, Scott Turf, and joined by Richard. Thank you for listening. You can follow me on Twitter at PickupChangeToe. And Ash Millman. Hello. Goodbye. Also on Twitter at Ash Millman. Me too. Catch you in a bit. Bye. <laughs> you and Ash <laughs> Millman as well. I don't know what I am. <laughs> Slash LP89. Yeah, that you, one. And you can follow, I'll do it, I'll do it you can follow the What Culture Gaming Twitter account at WCultureGaming. That'll do. I think that'll do. Shall I do outros from now? Yes. Thank you, everyone, for listening. <laughs> we'll I, see you do next a, week. I need to do a different bit when you say your thing, and I'll just go, and I'm at slash LP89, so go and find all of us, and we'll catch you next time. I'm leaving the first one in. Bye! Bye.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.